All right, I'm joined today, guys, with Jamie Chapman coming to us live from Germany. Jamie is a mompreneur, right? She has her own business while also being a military spouse and mom. She's pregnant with her second and uh, trying to navigate a cross-ocean move in the middle of the COVID crisis. Uh, <laughs> good times for Jamie! <laughs> so today is all about looking for opportunities in transition. And so why Jamie's on the call with us today is to really lend some expert advice on how you can look for opportunity, whether it's trying to transition um, into a new role because the role that you had previously has either changed or it does no, you know, no longer exists. Um, transitioning to, if you are like me, who I, I was a remote worker already, right? I, I remotely owned my own business and to all of a sudden having your family working there while you're trying to get your business stuff done. Uh, or whether it's looking for opportunities in how to transition your business. Um, J I call Jamie a graceful pivoter, right? She, she's really great at looking at what is the opportunity here and what do I need to do to make that a reality? Is that opportunity better than, than where I am now? So Jamie, give us a little bit of background if you can. Oh, you probably hear my kids screaming. Mine's under uh, my desk. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but give us a little background, if you can, just about um, what the situation is like currently for you as a military spouse over there in Germany. Not a long one, but just like, what's it been like through this COVID situation you had it before the U.S. did? So give us a little bit of insight into what that's been like and how your life has changed. So whatever you're feeling in the U.S., we've been feeling it for a couple of weeks longer. Um, but I will say the great thing about being in Germany is that we have it easier than everyone else. Not that the disease is not as bad here, but the country in general is very willing to obey the rules about social distancing. And so we've kept it down, if that makes sense, in yeah. terms of the severity of the spread of it. Um, we're still you know, locked in our houses with our kids crawling around under our desks, pretending like we're able to get as much work done as usual. Um, for me, the transition personally has been really weird because I always work from home. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love working from home, but I have all of a sudden I've got to babysit my three-year-old and my 41-year-old at the same time while trying to work from home. And my husband's trying to work from home as well. And he's totally getting used to that in general. He's usually a full-time military guy working in the office. <laughs> so it's just an adjustment um, for us, for our family, which... Yeah doing it we're it's fine you know we're not murdering each other we're we're good nobody's had to call the cops on us <laughs> <laughs> so it's interesting you know we're in the same boat like you and I were both talking pretty regularly from the comfort of our home with nobody else here right like we were doing our we were doing our business and now yeah. we're we're sharing it with these coworkers that came out of nowhere uh, and <laughs> they want to take charge of our of our of our layout here of our setup and we have to decide who can get on Zoom and who can use 
who can stream little Einstein's at the same time, right? Like <laughs> my Amazon Fire Stick is now fighting me uh, for Wi-Fi bandwidth and I don't like this at all. <laughs> yeah. So what advice, so a little bit of background on you, if you don't mind, just so people know why you're available to give advice today, a little bit of background on the company that you um, are running and also kind of what your background is in relation to that. So um, I own a company called Begin Within. We provide staffing and recruiting services. What we specialize in is placing military spouses and veterans in positions with defense contractors. Mm -hmm. um, my company, Begin Within, has been around since 2016 and pivoted quite a few times. I can dive into those details a little bit later. Uh, started out as a hobby blog, turned into a career coaching and resume writing business, and now we're doing recruiting full time. Um, it's been very evolutionary and it's because that's how things go when you're a military spouse. And then for me as well, just as an entrepreneur, getting my bearings and figuring out what was working and was, what wasn't. Um, um, it's not evolution because are very different during this time and trying to navigate those differences as a business owner, as an employer, and then also just having my free time. Uh, I have a little bit more free time. It's either a boom or bust. I'm either really, really busy and I'm just doing everything all at once and trying to watch my kid and work and get things done, or it's like I have nothing going on. <laughs> I'm trying to navigate the, the roller coaster ride of COVID-19 has been interesting for this past month and a half or two months. Right. And how many times, so as a military spouse, for people who aren't really familiar with our lifestyle, how long have you been a military spouse and how many times have you had to move? Like, what does that dynamic look like for you as an ambitious career slash entrepreneur? Like entrepreneurship wasn't your first life, right? Like you were working for other people. So give me a little bit of background into what that transition has looked like for you and how you've been able to embrace that evolution that takes place in your life now. Pretty, I would say easier than most people. <laughs> um, so moving, I have personally moved 10 or 11 times, mm -hmm. something like that. As a military spouse, I've been married to my husband for four years and we have moved uh, twice we moved from an apartment to a house in the same city and then we did an international move from Colorado to Germany we are in the middle of waiting on the next one we don't know what's going on because there's this stop movement in place we're not allowed to go right now I'm pregnant we don't know where we will be moving uh, so we're gonna do an international PCS at some point in time um, in terms of the business itself the business existed when I moved from Colorado to Germany. I was working full time for the SFL TAP program, which is the Army's Transition Assistance Program. Uh, and I make a joke, uh, I got promoted thrice, but laid off twice. And the reason I started doing my business full time was because I got laid off again, despite pr doing well enough to promote and keep getting more and more responsibility added to my plate in that position. Right. Um, my career as a whole started out in the employment industry. I worked with special needs adults mm -hmm. and I was getting them jobs. And then in my unit, I was in the army reserves for six years. 
I relocated from Oklahoma. It's kind of like Texas where veterans are king and everybody can get a job and all that. Right. To New England where it's a little bit different of an environment for veterans, not as familiar. Right. And really unknown there. So it's not that people don't embrace and support veterans in the military community. It's just not as prominent there as maybe in other places um, like near Texas. In right. Oklahoma, right. I'm in Virginia. I ended up so with unemployed, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, I ended up with unemployed reserve members in my unit mm -hmm. trying to help them get jobs. And then so naturally, whenever I separated from the army myself, eventually married my husband and got back into the army life as a spouse, I took a job working with service members, helping them get jobs when they were transitioning. So it's really been, it's been pretty linear um, of a career path for me. I've been in the employment space for a while now and it's natural that I fell into the place that I fell into. Yeah. What's not natural is overcoming the crippling effects of being a military spouse on the move Right. Internationally, trying to run a business and do it well and trying to not only thrive in establishing that business, but trying to thrive financially and trying to kind of reset roots every time you relocate. It makes it tough. So, yeah. And you actually have um, something that you created, which was like, was it moving? Was tell, tell me about the moving guide that you did that people can download. That's like this huge checklist of resources. What is that called? Okay, so in 2019, I created what I called the Career on the Move Guide. Mm -hmm. And it was just a little mini magazine, maybe 30 pages or something like that, with some articles that we wrote about, you know, what do you do with your address on your resume if you're moving or, you know, right. different advice and things like that. That thing blew up. I was so <laughs> surprised at how well it did. Uh, it was a free giveaway. It was a big PDF to download. And it was, for me, it was a marketing tool to get people to sign up for my email list. Right. Um, and I have to be honest with you on my. And so this year I am doing it again. Uh, I'm doing the guide again for 2020 and it's going to be a military specific one. Mm -hmm. um, it's really great. I even got a sponsor for it, which I'm super excited about. The David Johnson show is going to be the sponsor for it. I'm paying military spouses to contribute articles to this guide and it's going to come out in May-ish, but it's going to be specific to the military community and uprooting and the frequent relocations that we do. So same thing. It's like a mini magazine with articles giving career tips. And then there's a printable moving checklist or PCSing checklist that you can isolate those last few pages, print it out. And the idea is that it's a brainless checklist so that you right. go through and if you checked it off, it's good. <laughs> yeah. So I always tell people when they say that they're like moving for the first time or something, I was like, well, you just need to talk to a military family and they can give you the best tips and tricks as it relates to how, you get your stuff from A to Z, right? Like where you get it, like the best way to organize military spouses for me and military families in particular, or for me, it's just been like an eye opening new world in terms of the resourcefulness and the ability to ask questions and get answers. Right. And, um, and so I find that I, I definitely look to you when I'm looking to things like 
what does my LinkedIn need to be saying right now if I'm in the market for a job? You know, what is, what is my, um, how does my resume need to look? We went through this recently. I was like, oh my gosh, I have to redo my resume. And Jamie made me sound like a badass. Like I was like, <laughs> did I do all that? Sorry. Oh, your mom. Sorry, little one. Yeah. <laughs> did I do all of this? Um, but yeah, I did. It's like, oh, hi there. Hey there, little man. Hi. Hi. I love it when I get Zoom bombed. It's awesome. <laughs> so one of the reasons why you're on today is talking to us a little bit about finding opportunity, right? Looking at the bright side, but finding opportunity and being prepared for transition. Whether that's transitioning into a new role in your life, whether that's transitioning into a different work environment or looking for different work, and whether that's transitioning as a business owner from I was doing this and now I'm doing that, right? Um, can you talk to us a little bit about probably what's the hottest topic right now, which is I've lost my job or my job has significantly changed from what it was before and I need to find new employment or a new career. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that? And right, so one thing is that when we know a recession is coming, the job market is, it's bananas. Um, so it makes people feel very insecure if they are employed. The, the potential is there for you to lose your job if you've had steady employment. If you're a business owner like me, the potential is there that no business is coming in. Mm -hmm. Right now is a crazy time. But what we know from history is that there are people that thrive during chaotic times and there are people that fail during chaotic times. And you really want to try to be a person that thrives right now. Right. Um, just keep in mind, if you are a typical job seeker and you work the traditional nine to five, you work from home, whatever the case may be for you, mm -hmm. people are hiring. People are hiring. In my space where I work in the defense contracting world, uh, Lockheed Martin is doing a huge push and they're hiring over 700 people right now. Places that do logistics, you know, wink, wink, Amazon, those large places like that are hiring like crazy because everybody's locked at home right now mm -hmm. and they're trying to order everything they can online to avoid going out in social distancing. Right. Um, right now, the medical and healthcare industry is booming. People are going all over the place, taking jobs, you know, at a long distance or they're hiring like crazy for medical professionals because of COVID-19. So where some industries may be really failing, other industries are thriving. And if you're coming from a place where you're maybe in the failing industry and you're looking for a job, perhaps look in another pocket where you don't work, where right. they are hiring right now. Because it is out there. Things are going on. People are hiring and taking advantage of this time. Um, and you've got to also make sure that you're ready to pivot yeah so i have uh, a couple of smaller tips is yeah. sorry are we oh, lagging no. a little bit yeah it was just <laughs> lagging so i thought you would stop i apologize oh, that's okay <laughs> so for those people who you see a lot right now like oh i'm hiring on a local level for a short-term position like i can't guarantee that this is here do you think that's wise for people to do like oh we know that so i'll give you an example here in Virginia Beach, there is a stay-at-home order through June 10th, right? 
And that means unless you have one of these jobs that's essential, and here there's a lot of them, um, you need to be staying at home. But they've just been laid off from this other job, so now they have no income coming in. Do you think it's wise for people to take um, transition jobs, meaning like short-term project jobs that are two to three months? And, and how should they address that on a resume? Or do they not even worry about that and just say, like, I'm providing for myself and my family at this point, and this is something that I need to do? So we have, I think it's always a good idea to take on a project job to fill a gap. Okay. Uh, right now is not a good time to volunteer, right? Right. Right now is not a good time to go out and get involved in your community. It's the opposite of that. We're not supposed to do that. So if there's an opportunity to work from home for two or three months, feed your family and keep that skill set fresh, take right. it. I am encouraging people left and right. Right now is a really good time to jump online and freelance. Jump yeah. on Fiverr and Upwork and TaskRabbit and Handy and all those other places and freelance for the interim time. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a place specifically for veterans and military spouses that's new called FreelanceVets.com. Okay. That you can jump online and freelance. It's very similar to Upwork, but it's specifically tailored to veterans and military spouses. Beautiful. I didn't even know that one existed. I mean, because yeah. that's kind of, most of my work is project-based jobs. They're all short-term, like you were a client of mine, like we work together for 12 weeks and then we don't work together, right? So it's, <laughs> uh, all of mine is always based on new customers as a freelancer or how do I evolve my services to, to work with that same customer again? Mm -hmm. So on that aspect, as a business owner and you're looking at how, you know, you're looking at new customers versus existing customers and placement, You've recently made a pivot in your own business from moving from resume writing and kind of single use customer base to now working primarily in staffing and recruiting. Tell me a little bit about how that pivot came into play. And now what does that look like? How are you addressing that from a marketing standpoint that I used to do this and now I do that? And how do you relate that to people who may now be going through the same thing as people who've had to pivot their business? Well, a little backstory will be helpful in explaining why I pivoted. Um, I love career coaching and resume writing as a business. The problem is that I'm a gung-ho military spouse. I'm a fierce military spouse career advocate. I am a veteran. And so I am innately built into the military community. What happened to me as a business owner is that I was competing against the free career services out there available to the military community. And so where I've worked in the past as a resume writer mm -hmm. has been the types of places where they can charge you 10 grand, 15 grand mm -hmm. to be your career coach and resume service provider, right? Right. It's not gonna happen in the military community. I'm fighting to charge $150 for a resume and that ain't paying my bills. Right, so as a and business plus, owner, you have to think about that. Right. And so. Yeah. If I'm innately built into the military community, I can't wipe it off. It's like my skin color, right? Mm -hmm. And so I had to figure out a way that I could continue serving that population and demographic without charging the military consumer. Right. So basically all I did was it was a coin. I flipped the coin over <laughs> and now I'm still providing the same stuff to the service members and military spouses that I work with, mm -hmm. but I'm charging 
the companies that hire them and right. the, the companies pay me a placement fee and I get to do all the same stuff I was doing before and I don't have to charge the service member. And it's much more lucrative this way. I have to be honest, fighting over $150 for a resume was not a good re a business choice for me. Right. Maybe serving a few more clients and candidates and then getting one placement for a significantly. Yeah. Backstory. And that's why the pivot uh, came about. Yeah. So you actually, you were doing this. We, we talked about this in 2019 that this pivot was starting to happen and for a bit from a business ownership standpoint like when do you listen to that voice that tells you like for you how did that voice work when did you start listening to the voice and saying now is the time where I need to start to make that transition where I need to say it's time to flip the coin over versus you know like stepping out of that comfort zone of this is what I know to this is what I'm going to do next I was really fortunate. Um, yes, I had the icky feeling like I need to change my business. I've had it since maybe I started doing resume writing, right? Because I'm charging veterans for resumes that they can go out and get for free. And that's sort of an icky feeling in your gut. Um, I had a huge catalyst in my career and I'm gonna just, uh, I won the number one military spouse owned business award in September, 2019 at the Military Influencer Conference. And that was the big debut for Jamie Chapman. I've been an ostrich over here in Germany providing these services with my head stuck in a hole. Nobody knew who I was. And then suddenly I have this amazing social media strategist <clears throat> and I'm ironically winning this massive award all at once. And I just knew now is the time while I have a little bit of a spotlight yeah. And people are starting to figure out who I am. I'm going to get known for the gal that writes USA Jobs resumes. And I'm not going to get known for being the gal that runs a successful staffing and recruiting firm. So I better flip the switch quicker than I anticipated needing to do. Yeah. Um, Beautiful. Like I always, I always advise pull off the bandaid, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm a bandaid puller. If, if something's talking to me loud enough, right? It starts as a whisper. But if it's something that keeps coming back to me in meditation or in conversations that I'm having, and just that general icky feeling that you're talking about, somebody else can be telling you, and, and this is where I, I get lost a little bit with having so many different mentors or listening to too many different cooks in the kitchen, right? right. You have to listen to yourself and say, does this make me feel not like me you're not like the direction i'm supposed to be going and if you listen to that voice before you're listening to everybody else's you will be able to make decisions more clearly more quickly and then i like to say okay who is that person i need to talk to to help me make this transition and see help me see that bigger picture versus asking a million people up front and getting a million opinions and then by the end of that that opinion isn't your own Right. So I'm one of those people I pull the trigger first, ask questions later. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how many other people are like that. That's just me. But I think so much of it comes back to knowing, like listening to yourself. And I think that's one thing that you're really strong at. And, and when we work together as your awesome, you know, content strategy person, when we work together, it was uh who are you, Jamie? Like you're you're that was the big thing for me was like 
when I talk to you, you're so clear and so precise on what you want and who you want to be. And it just wasn't coming across in content as this is, this is my stamp. This is my mark. Right. And so I feel like I loved seeing you make this pivot because I feel like you weren't asking questions. You were just like, this is what I need to be doing. And you immediately started applying those same things of this is how I start talking about it. That, you know, like you used all those same tools and it just made it easier for you during that switch. And so I absolutely love seeing this transition. It's been very helpful for me as well. As you know, when you're a business owner, you're like, do I also need a side job so that I have stable income? Yeah. <laughs> and I thought I was getting a side job. Uh, honestly, I thought I was going to get a full-time role here and then everything paused. And I was like, maybe this is a sign from the universe. I need to keep working on my business for a little bit. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and all of a sudden people started calling and saying, I want to work with you now during this time, because now I have time to work with you. And mm -hmm. I was like, what in the world is happening? People, <laughs> you know, before it was, they're too busy. And now it's, now I see the only people that are going to be successful are the people who know themselves and know how they're going to push themselves forward. So, as somebody who works from home and in this space and now having people in your home and you know sharing your bandwidth how do you continue to make choices that allow you to keep being successful and keep staying on track you have a lot of things in your life that could be distracting for you how do you what advice do you have for people on how to stay really focused and how to expand what it is that you want to be doing First of all, uh, when you're working from home and now COVID and everybody's piled up on top of you, you have got to just align your expectations. Mm -hmm. Things are going to be bananas. There will be a toddler crawling around under your desk. The dog will vomit on the bed 10 minutes before your live broadcast. Somebody's going to scream in the background. You just have to align your expectations. and expect the chaos you ready for it if you have an important phone call just tell them look it's crazy right now you're gonna hear crazy stuff i apologize you know just align your expectations if you do that it's so much easier to just give yourself some grace and forgive yourself for anything that's not perfect yeah um do what you can you know that's the first thing that's you know keeping your sanity uh just align your expectations and then just for, for me, as a mom, my kid is usually in daycare full time and having him here is a blessing and a curse. And then I have a 41-year-old kid home too, which is a blessing. <laughs> and so just take a walk outside. You know, I take my dog out, whatever. Take a few minutes to breathe, get away. Uh, and then with your kids, especially if they're younger, just give them that love and attention. Five minutes even mm -hmm. makes a huge difference. Right. You know, throw an iPad at them, but... They're still going to keep bothering you every time you're on the phone unless they, their cup is full, you know, unless right. their love language needs are met. Yeah. So just give them the extra attention. It may seem like a waste of 10 minutes. You could be doing something else. So give it to them because then they'll be out of your hair a little bit more, a little bit later in theory. In um, theory. So yeah. I, I love hearing this from the person who has one child at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> So my world changed just to get candid with you. It's like, oh, I've got this with the second one. I've got it. Yeah. And, and completely different personality, completely different love languages, 
completely different needs for their cup, right? Like, and then there's the jealousy factor of, oh, I want that. No, I want that, right? Like, I want that attention from mommy and so, or daddy, you know, like, I feel like the boys use this for different things. I am definitely the, I am the cuddler. They call daddy too bony and mommy is <laughs> I want nuggles. Mommy's soft. No, you're too bony, daddy. Like, that's what they say. He's too bony and so therefore cannot give good quality cuddles. And I'm like, daddy cuddles just fine. How do you think you were made? You know, like, <laughs> 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 yeah, apparently gave me good cuddles. But, <laughs> but I think it's really interesting, you know, uh, we get this question all the time. As a military spouse, as a, as a business owner, as, as a parent, how do you do it all, right? Like, that's the question we get. How do you do it all? No, it's like one minute at a time is how we do it, right? It's, it's constantly changing. The world is being introduced to a little bit of our lifestyle at the moment of, like, what you're not allowed to do, what you're not allowed to say, uh, where you're allowed to move, <laughs> you know, where you're allowed to shop, <laughs> um, what you have to have IDs for. It's good times right now, and, and so... I didn't wish this situation on anybody, obviously, but it's definitely a time I feel like for, if you can give yourself a few minutes, it's a great opportunity to reflect on what's important to you and what, what do you want life to look like for you in the future? What job do you want that to be? What career path do you want that to be? What can people start doing now as somebody who's kind of had all kinds of life stages, what can somebody be doing now to really figure out who they are and what's going to be a good path for them? Um, I think it, it's really hard when we're busy and when we're distracted to check in mm -hmm. and to kind of like check in with your gut and hear that inner voice. Right. I think we are, intuitive human beings and i'm not a hippy dippy like believes in the moon kind of thing What's but i really just yeah. type of person and personality you may have your gut feeling tells you the right answer then you go and analyze it for 10 minutes right you ask all your friends about it make sure that's cool and then you're like oh yeah my gut was right in the beginning. Why didn't I just go with my gut? And now is a really good time. Without the regular distractions, we have new distractions, babysitting three-year-olds and 41-year-olds, but we don't have the hustle and bustle going on as much. So now's a really good time to get in tune with your gut a little bit more and sort of listen to what's going on. Um, I know for me, it's been really eye-opening in terms of... Um, what's motivating to me because it's harder to get motivated right now than it usually is for me. And so I've been really taking a look and thinking what motivates me? Why am I not motivated to do this thing? I really, really, really need to do right now. Why am I not motivated to do it? So it's been a good opportunity to check in and see like, what's going on? What's up with me, Jamie? Is this just because of COVID or is it something deeper than that? Yeah. It's, it's been, a um, you know, you know me, you know, I've, I've done a lot of personal development work as well, just in terms of that gut check is constantly happening. Um, and I'm finding that this crisis for me has just been another layer of 
time to reflect, you know, and, and time to slow down. I, I don't feel like I've ever had as much time in a day as I do now. Right. <laughs> and that's a very strange feeling like to be like, how long is this day exactly? Like, it, you know, the day now starts at seven, but there isn't that regular routine that's happening to get out the door, come back, grab my coffee, do this, get prepared, do that, do this at this time. Now it's really a, a just a slower pace and it feels nice. It feels good to just rest. Like my body feels like you needed this rest. And you're about to enter your third trimester here. And, you know, rest is going to feel a little bit different for you. But, like, enjoy this. You are, a, you are a woman on the go. Enjoy this rest as much as you can. Because it, get, it gets a little crazier with more than one. Um, and your life changes quite a bit. So I love this sentiment of, like, checking in with your gut and what's important to me and what's you know, um, do you journal? Are you a journaler? Uh, sometimes I write stuff down that I don't want to forget to remember later. Yeah. You're a Google docker like me. You like, yeah. like here's, I remember the day you sent me like 40 pages of notes from our conversation. And I was like, did I say that? <laughs> it's like, these are Nikki notes. Uh, but I do the same yeah. thing with like authors and writers and headlines that I see or quotes that I see I I keep them in this one specific journal and like when I'm needing wisdom it's like the one thing that I come back to and like that's where that was but I'm a google docker as well I have three or four google files of like ideas that haven't happened yet right oh, yeah. or like I, story ideas, ideas book ideas like there's all these things and I, I I feel like this is a really cool time to just be jotting stuff down not necessarily that you have to do any of it but now that your mind has room to kind of, if your day is long like mine, I don't, I haven't met anybody yet that says their day is stacked, but it, it, if you have time, like it's a great time to write stuff down and just, you know, have that mental check-in. So Definitely. what are, do you have any other advice for like related to looking for opportunities, right? Do you have any other advice for people that may be watching this today? Uh, well, recorded since we didn't sure uh, <laughs> if you are a traditional job seeker other advice is tailor your resume I know now is the time when one minute feels like one hour so it's a great time to jump in there and update the old resume and wipe the dust off right so tailor it to opportunities you're looking at or at least if you're not sure of a specific opportunity at least tailor it to an industry Mm -hmm. And then now is the time. Everybody has spare time. If you're in the military community, get on Veterati and start networking your little butt off. Now's the perfect time for a networking phone call. Uh, if you're a business owner, when a minute feels like an hour during COVID-19 is a really good time to be batching content. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> frozen oh am i frozen you were frozen for a second um i was okay. saying social media is booming right now during covid everybody's at home looking at facebook they're looking at pinterest they're on instagram right now's the time to be getting your name out there even if you're a job seeker if you own a business 
social media is on fire right now. Get on there, post right. something. Um, this is, this is some advice I have in, in relation to that is, you know, you, if anybody who's followed me for any length of time knows that I believe in situational content, but also my primary focus is evergreen content. What is the stuff you can use all the time regardless? And so if you're putting all of your eggs in everything has to be a COVID message basket, you don't have any content for the future, right? Like you, you, all of that goes away the second this pandemic ends. So I love what you're saying about batching content, really thinking about what is, what is the intellectual property I have to give that can last all the time? And maybe a headline can be tweaked or maybe a downloadable can be tweaked, but like this is the thing that works all the time versus this is messaging that's only applicable now, right? So I like ads for applicable now messaging. Uh, I like like quick little, you know, videos where a section of that is for applicable now messaging. But I'm a big believer in the evergreen content. And I think, you know, 90% of that messaging that you're putting out there should be applicable all the time, not just it's here today, gone tomorrow. Or yeah, there's nothing wrong with dropping a line in your post about COVID. Right. Or, you know, I sent an email out recently that had nothing to do with COVID-19, but the headline of it was basically, you know, good news during a strange time, you know. Right. And I addressed the fact that COVID is happening, but the, the content itself had nothing to do with COVID. It wasn't specific to it. So it was something that can be reused for whatever later, you know, right. Down the road. Right. Well, I love it. So mm -hmm. life is changing for you. I'm wishing you so much luck in um, all of the new roads <laughs> that you're pursuing. Uh, and, you know, if there's another book down the road, uh, podcast, TV shows, all of those things I know are coming your way because you're just that magnetic of a personality. And so I'm wishing you so much success. And safe travels, obviously, if I don't get to talk to you before the little one makes its debut. Um, and you're gonna, you're one of those thriving during chaos people. I can feel it in my bones. You're a thriver. You're a thriver and chaos person. I can see it. I don't do well when I don't get a lot of sleep. So we'll see once baby number two comes <laughs> out in June, if July is so productive, but we'll see. I'll be back on the radar at some point in time. Uh, yeah. My business isn't going anywhere. I have a team that's going to be running it while I'm on, you know, PCS and maternity leave. But yeah. man, it will be crazy. So how can fast times at Ridgemont High? <laughs> Spicoli. We got a Spicoli going on. Well, how can people get in touch with you uh, if they want to reach out to begin within? How do they how do they find out more about you, who you are online? Where do they find you? Um, you, you can find me on my website. It's super easy. jchapman.com. My email and all the social is up there. jchapman.com. It's probably the fastest, easiest way to find me. Um, on social, I have the worst handle. It's at begin within 2016. That's all my social. Um, and then here on Facebook, it's at J Chapman live L I V E. Yeah. So those are my handles. I have a really cool 800 number. It's eight, five, five, eight, five, five, eight, five, one, one. You can call me. <laughs> and I 
actually think where your most active sweet friend is on LinkedIn. So LinkedIn, that's the truth. Um, yeah. And Jamie yeah. spells her name J-A-I-M-E. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you're looking for Jamie on LinkedIn, make sure you're spelling Jamie the right way. <laughs> for real. Uh, I went through the whole website fiasco with people misspelling my name. It would redirect to a an erotica writer's website. And I was like, I got to get a different website. One of those business problems you just cannot fix. <laughs> you got to go around it somehow. Yeah, I have one of those names as well uh, for my maiden name. So I feel you. <laughs> don't Google. Don't Google my name with my maiden name. <laughs> You're going to need Google safe search on for sure because <sighs> there's, a, there's a lady out there making quite a bit of money with her uh, goods and services. <laughs> that is, that's not me. <laughs> I am not blonde. Um, <laughs> but, um, so this has been a great chat and I so look forward to seeing all the big things that are coming out from you. And if there's a military spouse or veteran who is looking to get um, staffed and employment with a defense contractor, Jamie is your girl, please reach out to her. So I want to thank you so much for joining us today. I'm going to hit stop on our recording. You'll hang on the line. I can't wait to chat some more with you. Bye everybody. Bye.